0: when people talk about you, if they're saying, oh, he's so nice, there's something that you need to do different. There's nothing special about you. There's nothing different about you. There's nothing memorable about you. Sexual energy is the most powerful energy that we have. The sexual
1: life force energy is what creates life. Most people have neglected it. Connecting the dots going backwards, I now see and I know why I went through all of these things.
0: Welcome, Ryan Morris to the Creator Grid podcast. How are you doing, my man? Man, I'm
1: doing incredible. I've yeah, I've been so excited to to come here and jump on this, you know, since we, we connected and I'm like, yeah, I'm fired up to be back in Australia and here and sharing um, my passions and my and my my purpose mm. yeah, on a podcast. So
0: yeah. So
1: where are you currently based? In Bali. So I'm currently living in Canggu, Bali, mm. uh, with my beautiful partner. We decided to just move there this year because we're like, we've built this life of freedom. So let's go and enjoy yeah. it. And um, let's go explore the world a little bit more and, and travel and, and uh, experience. Yeah. So yeah, we, we moved over to Bali and we're kind of in there, you know, indefinitely. Yeah. Homeless at the moment, bouncing from Airbnb to, yeah, just uh, we'll probably come back to Australia at some yeah. stage next year. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's the plan at the moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When you say you guys build a life of freedom, what, what does freedom means to you?
1: And freedom for me is having the choice, flexibility, and freedom to, uh, yeah, to have the choice and flexibility to create my day, to wake up and and to be able to really create what my week looks like, what my month, my year, where I am, who I'm working with, what I do, how I do things. Like for me, freedom is all of those things. Um, the flexibility is 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 yeah, having my own projects and being able to go all in on my thing and, and for us to be able to do that together and, um, just be creative with our business and with what, with our mission and with our purpose and to be able to get paid for that. And, um, yeah, man, that's, that's the freedom and flexibility. The, The true freedom for me is the mission that I'm on and the purpose that I'm trying to fulfill. Like I get freedom from helping people like that. That gives me a deeper sense of freedom. Yeah.
0: What exactly is your current mission? My
1: mission right now is to Well, the big mission is to help raise the level of consciousness on the planet Mm -hmm. by helping people and providing people with conscious education, Mm -hmm. helping people heal the parts of themselves that are holding them back, Mm -hmm. helping people step into their true potential, discover their purpose, build incredible, uh, healthy, happy, abundant Mm -hmm. relationships, and uh, basically just create a life by conscious design that's just like truly inspiring to them Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of that work is the integration of the masculine, and feminine energy, shadow work, mm-hmm. um, you know, helping people break through energetic, uh, self-limiting blocks, limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. and yeah, really just stepping into their fullest potential. Yes. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's the mission. But the, yeah, the, the grand scheme of thing is to really help people, uh, society and, and the world to really level up uh, the level of consciousness that most people are at right now.
0: I love that because that's exactly what we're trying to do here, help creative entrepreneurs level up in every area of life. So um, I'm very, very curious to dive into some of these subjects uh, with you because there might be a lot of people from an audience that may have never heard of some of these concepts, you know, like masculine, feminine, shadow work. So before getting into it, I just want to backtrack for a second. In terms of creating, you mentioned that you have being able to create this life of freedom. How exactly did you do that?
1: Um, well man, going back a few years, I'm 26 now, but I dropped out of school at 17, 16, 17 years old. Because the only way I knew how to create success or freedom or uh something for myself was to work physically hard. Because that's what my dad did. Mm. And I dropped out of school as soon as I got my license, I was out of there. I didn't tell anyone. Like legit, I was on a job site the next week, as mm-hmm. soon as I got my license and my friends were like, dude, where are you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing this thing. Like I'm out of here. Yeah. So I started on a, on a job site as, as a carpenter and I built a carpentry career. Mm-hmm. Um, I then got quite good at it because I had quite a deep father wound, which is what we'll go into with the masculine mm-hmm. and feminine energy. And the father wound was for me to really prove myself as a man. Mm-hmm. And I really went above and beyond to really um, prove that I was worthy enough to, to be successful, to have money to do all these things to, to basically be worthy enough for love. Mm -hmm. And I got really, really good at things being driven from that pain. Mm -hmm. And I went and became a carpenter, I started managing like multi million dollar architecturally designed, Mm -hmm. um, builds for a a management company. So I got off the tools quite early and then I actually started my own business at 21 years old and, um, it did quite well, Mm -hmm. you know, I made $15,000 in one week. That was my highest week as a 21 year old. And I thought I was crushing it at the mm. time. I was like, this is, this is unreal. Um, but it was very much, you know, then taking a bird's eye view of what I'd created. Mm. And because it was coming from an uh, unauth- like an inauthentic place mm. and it, wasn- it was coming from a place of trying to prove my self-worth as a man, mm. I was neglecting what my heart wanted, what I truly wanted to be doing in the world, which was coaching, serving other people and really just like helping others. Mm. And because I neglected that for so long, I uh, I lost myself. You know, I was trying to be this other person that I thought people wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And in the process, completely neglecting who I was and what I truly wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so man, my journey really started there, like being an absolute, uh, the absolute pit of like uh, creating this success at a, at a young age mm-hmm. in the construction industry, like telling like 50 year olds how to do their job sort of thing. Mm-hmm and um you know then listening to what i truly wanted my what my heart actually wanted i went after coaching i was like i want to coach i want to be in the personal development space Um, because in the background of me really discovering what my purpose was and discovering what i really wanted to do i was on a very very deep personal development journey as well so for like the last seven years like a very deep personal and spiritual development journey and I always knew like I wanted to coach, I wanted to serve, I wanted to help people. And I didn't know what that looked like or how I was gonna do that. I just know that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And personal training was the first step for me. So when I became a PT and it's quite funny, it's like the it's like the the journey of the the awakened personal trainer. <laughs> it goes mm-hmm. from like helping people transform the physical to then awakening to, oh shit, we can change our thoughts, we can change our reality yeah. to then awakening to more of the energetic side of the body and the spiritual connection. And um, man, you know, when I became a PT, I was like, I know this is just the stepping stone. Mm -hmm. I know that I want to be a thought leader and mentor in the personal development world, personal Mm -hmm. development space, because I know that's where the true work is. Mm -hmm. That's where the transformation is. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like it's been a journey going from absolute rock bottom, Mm -hmm. not knowing why I was in this, this construction career in in this industry Mm. surrounded by these people uh, to exactly five years later, creating uh, the company that I've, I've just launched. Mm. Uh, Actually um, that started about a year ago. Mm. Yeah. So it was quite a journey um, when it comes to, you know, the mission I'm on now, but backstory that's, that's really where it came from. And a lot of the drive was coming from the wrong place, as Mm. I said at the beginning and, 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 As I've been able to heal and move through these challenges and break through these things, step into my true authentic power, come back to my truth as to who I am. Mm -hmm. I've been able to help so many people all around the world do exactly that. And Mm -hmm. then being able to, within the last year, uh, fully go all in on my purpose and my mission, which was me stepping out of the gym in January, Mm -hmm. making that decision going all in and then having my biggest ever month consecutively after that, yeah. you know, after making that decision, going all in on my purpose. And it's been phenomenal since. So yeah, now now we've, uh, you know, we've built this life of, of freedom in every way. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really, yeah, it's really incredible.
0: Con- congrats on that because yeah. it does take a lot of courage and a specific type of mindset and individual to be able to go all in on that thing that seems so crazy to do at the beginning stage. Like for myself, I'm a dentist, you know, I became a dentist back home in Venezuela and through certain things that happened and difficult times that I had to overcome by losing people close to me and all of that, I had to, you know, I I was presented with the opportunity to really pursue the thing that I wanted, which was making videos and helping people, you know, have tell their stories through video. So, but it took a lot of courage and I I bet, how was it at the beginning for you coming from doing something that everyone understands, you know, as being a carpenter and, you know, having your own business as a carpenter to, hey, I'm going to coach people with their mindset, you know, and what exactly did people say to you? Because in my own experience, when I told people like, hey, I'm going to drop dentistry that everyone knows and everyone correlates to successful money, this, that, and I'm going to drop that to make videos. People were like, well, you're clearly e- an idiot. You know, you're crazy. That's literally word for word mm-hmm. what most people close to me told me back then. And I just had to like relentlessly believe in myself and the big picture and not knowing what was going to happen so what exactly did that look like for you
1: i had very similar messages i still have them if i was to dig them up from Mm. uh some builders in the construction industry that i really looked up to Mm. and two specifically messaged me and they said what are you doing like you're wasting your you're wasting your career you've wasted what you've just built like what are you doing? Like what? Like why would you leave this to go and become a PT? And yeah, it's exactly that. It's like I used that as my fuel. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have used that to bring me down, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove to you that it's possible. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for like the last five to six years, that's been a big driving force behind, uh, where I've gotten to where I've, I've gotten, I've kind of gotten really good at using my pain to be a motivator mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's very, it's, it's then, this is why breaking through the subconscious self-limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm is why it is so important because all of that conditioning, all of that programming was why I never actually went after what I wanted to do. I remember specifically uh, two people told me that there's no money in coaching, don't become a personal trainer. And then I was like, oh, okay, like, damn, I'm gonna have to go become a tradie. Mm. And only way I, I thought to make money in the coaching industry was to become, go to university and to work with like professional rugby teams or something like that and be a coach in that space. So I was like, oh, I can't do that. I'm just gonna give up on that dream. And then I pursued construction. Um, so it was breaking through all the paradigms and the beliefs mm. and understanding that, you know, these belief systems had gotten me to where I, where I was, mm. right? And I realized that, okay, like I've created this, I've got myself to this stage, other people are living this life, I can see what's possible for them mm-hmm. and, the, the only difference is how they think, right? They just have a different different way of approaching life. So it's like, okay, well, there's something different here. There's something going on here. And that's really awakened me to my mindset journey, which then took me even deeper into the, the spiritual and personal development um, journey. So it has not been easy. I guarantee you that. Even to this day, I still I know there's people out there that have doubted me from the gyms that I've worked at previously, like the gym owners at those gyms you know, thinking I'm stupid for like leaving the gym or Mm -hmm. going to want to like, you know, move somewhere else. And, you know, they're like, yeah, Ryan, you just go do your thing. And, you know, it's that, you know what they're thinking. It's like, they're like, yeah, yeah," like good luck. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to, it's not going to work. But I've... Become really good at using that as like my my driver. I'm like, no, I'm going to show, you. I'm going to show you. And it's not, it's not. Uh, my driver isn't mainly. I'm going to show them to prove mm. to them. It's like, no, I'm going to prove to myself that yes. I can do it. Yes. Not you, but I'm going to show you in the yes. in the process in the journey that it's fucking possible yeah. and that you can build what you want to build and go after what you want to what you want. And it might not take, like, it might not be a few months. It might be a few years, but, mm. um, you know, like you the only way you're going to fail is if you actually quit Mm. if you stop doing the thing. Um, so yeah, like consistency is being my,
0: my absolute, uh, the key to what I've been able to create so far. Absolutely. Consistency, man, is one of the most powerful, even one of my back tattoos is about consistency, you know, and it's literally one of the secret tools that if you can harness, you can get anything you want and say like, building into what you just said as well in terms of like you know when people say that you can't do something the same was for me you know at the beginning i was all like i will prove you wrong i will Mm -hmm. prove you wrong i will make it happen just because you challenge you know my belief and then at some point you realize that it's not about proving them wrong it's about proving myself right Mm -hmm. You know, proving my belief right that I can get whatever I want, that I can build the life of my dreams, that I can get to, you know, the highest level and unlock my full potential. It's about that. So it's really interesting when you make that click, make that connection, because they then you're not giving the power away yeah. to them and be like, oh, yeah, you see, I proved you wrong. It still feel, feels great, <laughs> you yeah. know, every time I look back and all these people that told me that, you know, I was making the wrong decision, blah, 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 and now looking back, I'm like, man, I proved you wrong. You know, it feels <laughs> good, you know, but I don't do it for that anymore. It's always yeah. to, like, if I think, okay, I want to be a multimillionaire, I want to have the, a big impact on countries like Venezuela, you know, I want to you know, build the biggest, better podcast video agency, you know, just proving myself right, Mm. you know. So it, yeah, there's something special about unlocking that because then it's all on you as well. You take extreme ownership about everything, you know, Mm -hmm. because if it didn't happen, it's because of me. It's not because this guy said, oh, he told me. No, no, it's because of me. I did something that, you know, maybe was the wrong decision. Maybe Mm -hmm. I didn't implement the right uh, steps behind it. And it didn't happen uh, because, like, sounds like we're both on the same page of like, yeah, yeah, you can truly create and manufacture your reality. Yeah. And what I love about this conversation is
1: like, if you're listening to this, like, this is, and you're lacking confidence, you're listening to this, Mm. this is where confidence comes from. Mm. Like, proving to yourself that you can do something, Mm. having the integrity to go after what you wanna go after. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest things that I teach within a lot of the men's work that I do is, And working with women as well, but specifically men, like, like this is so important for men is discovering why they're here on this earth, Mm -hmm. discovering a greater purpose in themselves. Some men has got to do with helping the planet or helping other people, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it's not about the purpose at all, Mm -hmm. right? It's about who you have to become in the journey Mm -hmm. to go and fulfill that purpose. It's about the man that you actually become Mm -hmm. to fulfill that purpose. Mm -hmm. And, as you know, both of I, both you and I have experienced, it's like, cool, we've had this dream. That dream was our purpose. We went after it. And the people that we're, we're, we're becoming in the process of fulfilling our, our mission is what's most important mm-hmm. because no one can ever take that away from us. Yes. No one can ever take the skills that I've learned away from, from you know, what I've been able to achieve and do. And I think that's the most important thing about people discovering their purpose and going after it, especially men. Because mm-hmm. um, within that, you have to be able to have the integrity, have the consistency, wholeheartedly commit, mm. and these are the, all the the archetypes and traits of the integrated masculine energy. Mm. And it's yeah, it's like a big a big why behind what I do is really helping men discover that and and mm. stepping into that so they can go out there and create that life, not just for themselves, but for their family and all of the people that they have contact with as mm. well. Because then they. Go out there and be the ripple effect and show other people what's possible when they go out there and uh, go after their purpose and mm-hmm. and transform and become the man um, that they're supposed to be and that they were born to be, not who they were taught to be, right? Become the man that's uh, th- their true self, mm-hmm. not the self that was conditioned or programmed to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most incredible part about, you know, what we're speaking about here is people really discovering that and
0: doing everything they can to become that. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm yeah can you explain for people all these concepts you know what does the masculine means the feminine shadow work can you break down all all these concepts
1: yeah for sure so you know there's so many different perspectives around masculine and feminine energy shadow work so this is just my my perspective what i've learned over the last six years within this space and beginning with shadow work shadow the our shadow is the small self it's the unintegrated self, it's the wounded self, it's the, and when I say unintegrated, I mean, it's the self that you can't trust. Unintegrated means it's not safe. You can't trust it. It's not reliable, right? Integrated means integrity. It's strong. It's safe. You can rely on it. So unintegrated is like the unsafe, wounded, um, programmed, conditioned, the, the person that people shaped you to become, not who you actually are. That's the shadow. And it normally comes up uh, within relationships normally comes up when you want to go and do what you want to do, but then these beliefs come up and it normally shows itself, um, in the moments of fear, you know, when you're, when you're met with your, your fear of not being good enough, fear of abandonment, all of these things that come up when we want to go and do what we want to do. So healing the shadow allows us to actually go after what we want and do it from our authentic truth. then we go into masculine and feminine, and this is this is my passion. This is what I I teach people all around the world, and I've built a, a six-figure business teaching teaching people just this, mm-hmm. and it's uh yeah it's what I love. So the masculine, we'll, we'll start with the the pure essence of the energies. So and this is just my take on what they are and what I believe they are, and what I've kind of discovered within my journey. So the feminine itself is is everything. It's the lights on, it's the, it's the movement, it's the time running, it's the noises you hear outside, it's the wind moving, it's all of the things, it's all of the energy of life, just moving, right? The constant flow of energy is the feminine. The masculine energy is the awareness of that flow of energy and the chaos and and everything that's happening within the energy. So um, then we, we zoom out one layer, right? So actually, taking it back a few steps, when we look at energy, energy is at a subatomic level, there's just energy. And that's all there is, which is just the pure essence of, of energy is unconditional love. That's it. Okay. Then we zoom out one level and then we have the polarity. We then have positive, negative, masculine, feminine, right? Then we, we look at the, the, the flow and the chaos of the feminine energy. Then the masculine energy is then the awareness of it. So then when we zoom out even more and how that shows up in our lives is the person who holds that deeper, the the true masculine essence is they hold a deeper level of awareness, right? Awareness of the chaos of whatever's happening in their life, the awareness of their emotions that are happening within their body, right? The awareness of what decisions they need to make from their true self, right? Then the feminine is about the flow of energy, So it's the flow of the emotions through your body. It's the movement of energy through your body. Um, Because when we don't allow emotion, energy in motion, that's all emotion is. It wants to stay in motion. When we neglect our feminine, we kind of put the bottle cap on from the feminine, from our own feminine, and that connection with the emotional body. And when energy becomes stored and stuck, it's like stagnant water. Right? When a creek stops flowing, it just becomes dirty and murky. And mm. then it manifests as pain, suffering, fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, all of these things, depression, mm. right? This is, this is what stuck energy manifests as. So the true essence of the feminine is the, is the chaos and the flow of it. And then the masculine is the structure, is the awareness. It's, it's the, the stillness. Mm-hmm. Another way to describe this is if you look at a waterfall, the, the water itself, the flow of the water is the feminine and the rock and the structure is the masculine. Mm-hmm. So when we look at relationships, when we look at our own relationship with our masculine and feminine energies mm-hmm. uh, within our body, within our life in general, there can't be the flow of water mm-hmm. if there's not the structure mm-hmm. of the rock, mm-hmm. right? So there's no waterfall without the structure. Mm-hmm. So there can't be the flow of the water without the masculine container to hold it. So this is where we start working with um, the masculine capacity, working with people's capacity um, with their own masculine within themselves. So it's integrating the healthy masculine. Um, I'll go into those archetypes, but basically in a nutshell, that's what the energies are. That's what I believe they are um, on the energy perspective and how they work. And then zooming out more into those, the traits of both of them and how they how they carry out and play out in our lives is, and when it comes to masculine or feminine, um, it's not gender uh, bias, right? In Hindu mythology, they actually say man is 100% man, 100% woman. We both, men and woman, have masculine and feminine energy. 80% of men tend to have more masculine energy. 80% of women tend to have more feminine. And that's just how we were created so we can procreate, you know? and want to be attracted to procreate. Hmm. So the healthy integrated traits of the masculine and feminine, the, the masculine is about the, the, the divine masculine is when we look at the energies, is the stillness, hmm. is the presence, is the groundedness, is the centeredness, it's the calmness, it's the awareness. Hmm. The person who is more aware, how holds the deeper breath in the moment, who's more conscious in the moment, Holds a deeper masculine presence, right? The person who's more chaotic, uh, there's more flow happening. They're moving. They're more in their feminine. So, the the true masculine traits is is this, and you can feel when someone's in that that presence, that that they're holding that, and you feel safe around them. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: like you feel safe to just ah oh, like there's something about that guy. I just love him. I love mm-hmm. his energy. I just want to hug him. I mm-hmm. just feel safe around him. I feel like I just open up to him and like tell him all of these things. Mm. This is the true essence of the divine masculine. This is how it feels being around a divine masculine man, Mm. and you don't question his integrity. His actions just—he has such a high level of integrity. Like Mm. he's—he's—he just does what he says he's going to do, and you can just—it's all about trust. Mm. You know, within the waterfall, the waterfall, the the water trusts the structure beneath it in order for it to flow. Mm -hmm. So the masculine is all about trust and holding this this structure and this awareness and this depth. Mm. And then the 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 feminine is about allowing yourself to have the flow of energy, mm. right? With the emotions within yourself. Uh, so that's, you know, being able to feel the free flow of love within your life, being able to be vulnerable and express your emotions, being able to have compassion, being able to have boundaries around your energy, mm. right? So many people just allow things into their energy and they don't have any boundaries around it being able to communicate their needs and what they need in the moment. Um, Being able to, a big thing is connect with your intuition, being able to listen to your own inner guidance, your own energy, and being in touch with your own sexual energy as well. Mm. Um, A big thing that we do with our work um, in the Inspired Project is really helping people develop a connection with these energies. Mm. And you should be able to move through any of these energies at any time, anywhere in front of anyone. Any blocks you have around that, that's where the work is, right? And there's so much more that goes into all of the shadows, the unintegrated, the wounded parts of us that have that have prevented us from being the expression, the true expression of these energies. And that's when we then go into the shadow work side of things to help people heal what's stopping them being in these energies. Um, But a big thing that we do with the, the, the feminine energy, especially with men is, is tapping into the sexual energy, right? There's men and women. There's been such a stigma around it. Like you look at movies, you look at like, uh, like porn and all of these things Like how sexual energy has been betrayed and sexual energy is the most powerful energy that we have because it actually creates life. It's life force energy. That's what sexual energy is. And most people have neglected it. And, that's our creative energy the sexual life force energy is what creates life so when we can harness it when we can cultivate it draw it up into our body into every cell of our body and allow that free flow of sexual energy with no shame no blockages no guilt we can actually uh channel that into our purpose channel that into our lives and when we start to do this we just we experience more of the flow of love in every single area of our life We become more creative. We're able to listen and tune into what we actually want. And, you know, so with these energies, it's like, it's the integration of the both of them and allowing people to really tap into the true essence of what they are is, it's really incredible what happens. Um, You know, a big part of my journey was integrating both of these. I was, I was a little boy for so long, you know, I was Trying to build success, I was trying to do all these things, but I was coming from the wrong place. As you know, I said in my story, it was coming from a place of needing to prove. Right, that was the insecure, unintegrated, wounded boy that hadn't received that that tick of approval from his dad that he has what is Mm. has what it what he takes what what it takes to be a man. Mm. And this is all of the work that we do is helping men really step into their power, helping women heal their conditioning and how much they've been suppressed and put into a box. And with that, we can then go out there and create what we want to create. And as I always say, sometimes it's, it's, it's got nothing to do, like the reason why you're not where you want to be, your business is not making the amount of of money it wants to make. um, You're not actually experiencing the level of fulfillment that, you know, is possible always comes back to the integration of, of these, the integration of these energies. And it's like, Uh, when we truly open up to these and, and integrate these, we then uh, are able to step into our true potential and go out there and do what we want to do. And that's basically been my whole journey and connecting the dots going backwards. I now see, and I know why I went through all of these things, um, along with businesses, then relationships, these energies within relationships and how they play out having clear defined roles, the masculine and feminine and it goes on
0: there's yeah i'm extremely passionate about it what does it take now with all, with all the knowledge that you have in from your perspective what does it take to be a man i think first thing
1: that comes to mind right now within the time that we're in is vulnerability for men to have the awareness and the the vulnerability and a bit of humility to accept where they're at Because most men are walking around as boys still. They're wondering why women can't trust them. They're wondering why their business isn't where it wants to be. And it's because they haven't had that level of humility and vulnerability to accept that I've got some things to heal. I've got some things to move through. So what I believe it takes for uh, a man in this day and age is a level of humility and vulnerability to, to really accept where he's at and to open up to the growth mindset of, okay, there's work to be done here. And it's not, it's not, it's not, if you experienced something growing up, it's what you experience. Like we all have something and yeah, I, I believe that's what it takes to be a man. But then all of the healthy integrated traits of discovering your purpose, becoming the person that you need to be in order to fulfill that purpose, as we've spoken about. It's be, it's becoming a man that he can rely and depend on himself. Mm-hmm. This is a massive thing that I've, I've become to realize within within men, especially myself. I've been through this before, is I lacked that ability to truly depend on myself mm-hmm. and have that trust that I can make it happen. I can make it work. Mm-hmm. And when I went to work on being able to build that emotional independence where emotionally I don't need anyone or anything outside of myself to feel love. I just know I'm love, I know I'm worthy of it, and I know I'm worthy of going out there and creating and having every single thing that I want. So that emotional independence allows me to be able to regulate myself and not have to rely on other people, right? To make me feel a certain way, right? It's 100% ownership as to how I feel and how I show up in the moment. Um so yeah I believe it's vulnerability, humility, um then taking ownership and then stepping into your own emotional independence and then going after uh your purpose and and becoming whoever you need to be in order to go and actually fulfill that.
0: Mm. Yeah. And that's I that I have found to be critical to become, you know, to Become a man that is capable in all areas of life or masculine excellence, which is my following question to you, but being able to rely on yourself and trust yourself. And in order to do so, you need to, to a certain extent, prove yourself, right? Yeah. You need to follow through with the, say, the things that you say you're going to do. That's why I can trust myself these days. Anytime yeah. I say I'm going to do something, I believe it. My subconscious believe it. My subconscious Mm. gets on my team to make it happen as well. Man, it's insane. I say I want something, (laughs) it it just comes through, you know, and on the time that I want it, I say, okay, I want it within this time and it just happens Mm. because my subconscious is playing with me. It's not playing against me. Mm. And in order to do so, you need to build a reputation with yourself. Mm. You need to show yourself that, hey, every time I do something and you start small, because everyone wants to start big. They all see like the big trends, you know, like everyone is doing like mindset work. Everyone is doing the cold showers, the training, waking up. Man, start small. You know, mm. if you say I'm going to take the trash out every Monday, do it. You know, mm. if you tell your partner you're going to do i Z, I'm going to make the bed, do it. You know, if you said I'm going to start training or waking up at five, do it. <laughs> <laughs> start with the little things and, and don't be... Don't choose things that are going to be too hard for you to fulfill because mm. then it, it breaks the cycle and mm. goes into like, oh no, like now the subconscious, when you say, I, I want to be a millionaire, it's like, no, dude, you won't, you no. can't even wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. How the hell are you going to amass multi-millions yeah. of dollars, right? Dude, this is the thing. This yeah. is the thing I hate about affirmations. Yep.
1: This is the thing that that yeah. really gets me going when yes. people, you know, standing in front of the mirror, I am a millionaire. I have what it takes. Your your brain subconsciously is like well no you fucking don't because you couldn't even wake up yesterday when exactly. you wanted when you said you were going to, you couldn't even follow through on eight weeks of strength training mm-hmm. you couldn't even do that thing you couldn't even go out there and start the business after you said you were going to do it ten times, and this is where we need to find the evidence so mm-hmm. um, a big part of the the work that I do is really helping people build a, a strong integral foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we look at the masculine, coming back to the, the energies of the waterfall, mm-hmm. right? If there's cracks in the foundation of the waterfall, you know, there's it's gonna be uh, less of a flow of energy that's gonna mm-hmm. go over the waterfall, right? And mm-hmm. create the waterfall, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to work in, on, on building the, the solid foundation that can allow the full flow of energy to mm-hmm. create that like roaring mm-hmm. waterfall. So we look at like a building, a a construction site. Sometimes you look at houses and you're like, wow, they've just been like developing this block of land for so freaking long. And then within a week, a house is up. Mm -hmm. They spent all the time building the foundations, Mm -hmm. creating the integrity, doing the small things, marking out, okay, where's this gonna go? How's this gonna lay out? Creating the plans, doing all of these things, all the little things that go into creating the foundations and then automatically this boom, this house pops up mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. But no one sees what goes in the background of that, that, that building of integrity of the foundations. Mm. And yeah, like you said, it's starting small. It's 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 doing all these small little things over time. It's, then eventually it's like, I'm going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Then your subconscious is fully on board with it. It's yeah. like, let's go because yeah. I know you're serious, yeah. because you did all of these things you said you're gonna do. Yeah. And this is why it's so important to have the right people around mm-hmm. you as well to oh, yeah, hold you accountable to this and to call you out on your shit mm-hmm. and to equally challenge and support you yep. as well. That's been an absolute catalyst to my, my journey. As, as you know, we spoke about one of my mentors, my, mm-hmm. one of my best friends, um, before this podcast and like that, that right there is, is, a, has been an absolute catalyst to where I've gotten mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you're totally right, man. Affirmations without actions and evidence are straight bullshit. That Mm. that, man, you need the proof. I I believe you do need to have a a good language with yourself. I I believe you need to set up the conversation tone to be inspiring, to be capable, to be, you know, backing yourself up. Because a negative conversation, Mm -hmm. self talk, it's not going to help you. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's just going to put you in a hole. But at the same time, it's going to be meaningless if you don't have some sort of evidence that can back that up. Mm -hmm. When you say like, yeah, I'm going to make multi-millions, your subconscious should be, the way I see it, it should be like, Duh, of course. Man, you work every day, you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Like you're putting not only hard work, smart work, you're consistently educating and elevating yourself. Like, duh, of course we're gonna be millionaires. And in mm. fact, let me just do all the things that you need to do subconsciously <laughs> to get you there. You know, like man, that that's how I see it, you know, like how yeah. can I provide enough information to my own self to help me because most of the time you're moving unconsciously Mm. that's the reality most Mm. we think that we are super aware and you're hyper aware of everything most of the time you're on autopilot your subconscious is doing all the heavy lifting for you you don't even realize man from the way to you talk to people from the actions behind it from your pricing to jobs from the way you handle your mm-hmm. clients from the way you speak to your team everything is coming subconscious mm-hmm. and and, the, and comes back to everything you were saying mm-hmm. like how important it is to do the work on yourself right and yeah. understand yourself everyone i was told this by a client and a mentor a, a few years ago and you know every culture has come to the conclusion that they S- the secret of life is knowing thyself,
1: you know, mm-hmm. to
0: know yourself. And it, man, it's, it, it's so true. Like mm. the more you know yourself, the more you can help yourself get get to wherever you want to go to and build whatever you want to mm. build and create anything you want to create, yeah. which is awesome. I want to like switching back to the sexual energy. Mm. You said that the sexual energy is one of the most important things to be a man. What's they and how does porn correlates to issues with that these days? Yeah, absolutely. Great yeah,
1: great question. Um a few things. So, I believe it distorts the reality of what sex actually is and that the, the connection behind it mm. and it it removes like the the actual the the actual part of the sexual int- intimate experience with a partner it kind of removes all of that and it and men have this absolute false belief and not even a belief but like they don't even actually know what it's like to connect with with a woman because they're not taught they mm-hmm. think it's just this this act that we do this physical thing and it's it's actually it's it's more energetic than it is physical mm-hmm. sexual um, connection um but porn is mostly when we look at dopamine, when we look at distractions, when we look at men going after what they what they want, right? It's like, eh, in the integrity behind, you know, just having a quick fix, a quick release, is it normally comes from, the sexual energy is such a powerful energy. Mm-hmm. And for men, like we know as men, when we get turned on, bro, it's like, you're there's nothing else you can think about. You're just nothing. like- Nothing. Bro, my energy, like my whole body is like, oh, I just wanna. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a monster day
0: <laughs> over, and you're like, man, savage, yeah.
1: And what's uh, that's that's just the buildup of of sexual energy. Mm. And the thing is, our emotions is what signals our thoughts, mm. right? So these thoughts that you're having is not the thoughts. It's actually the the buildup of the energetic emotion that's signaling these thoughts, right? And it's just because we don't know what to do with this energy. We haven't been taught what to do with this energy. And this buildup of energy is so freaking powerful and we can actually utilize it and draw it into every single cell of our body. Instead of wasting it, getting rid of it, we Mm. can cultivate it. like Mm. It is our life force energy. It's testosterone, right? It's Mm. like the buildup of it. When we can cultivate that and bring it back up into our body, we then have all of this energy and drive to put into our mission, Mm. to put into the man that we're becoming to Mm. put into having that drive and integrity to do what we said we're going to do. Mm. Um, it's a really, really powerful thing. So I feel, um, I don't feel, I know for a fact that porn's robbing men of this experience to have this drive of energy to go after their purpose. And, and to also, uh, man, like this was me in past relationships was, Mm. ah, this relationship is just not, it's not working. It's really painful. And, I'll just go sort myself out quickly. And I'll just, you know, I'll just go watch some porn and, and, you know, it's all good. I don't have to worry about the relationship because, you know, um, even though we're not having sex, like mm. I, I st- I'll just pleasure myself and it's all yeah. good. It's done. Mm. We're neglecting the work. What's causing the relationship disconnect? What's causing the lack of intimacy? What's causing the lack of fulfillment within your sexual intimacy in the relationship? What's causing that lack of connection with you and your partner, right? We get we we miss out on all of that growth and all of what's actually causing it. And then they just get into another relationship and they experience the same thing. Yeah, Yeah. so, um, you know, generationally, I feel just speaking from my past experience, this is what it's done to me and Hmm. in relationships and within my energy and with how distracted, Hmm. you know, when I, years and years and years ago, when I quit porn, when I quit watching that, when I quit, uh, the biggest thing (laughs) is following women on social media that post barely nothing. It's porn. It's still porn. It's still a distraction where you look at it and it's like, Oh yeah. Like, like it's that sexual energy comes up and you know, that attraction comes up. Right. And this is when, um, then, you know, leaky sexual energy starts coming through. It's like, you know, the biggest the biggest distraction. So when I quit all of that, it's, it's just interesting, like doing all of these things, quitting this, becoming integral, doing the work, healing my inner child, connecting with my inner child, discovering my truth. With just within a period of five years, I went from working a job, right, being surrounded by people I didn't like, being absolutely energetically, emotionally, mm. and financially broke, mm. burning through relationships, mm. to now in the most beautiful, loving relationship with an incredible, embodied, feminine woman, to mm. six-figure business, traveling the world, living in Bali—like it's just interesting what happens, right? Mm. When we just uh, put out, uh, get rid of the distractions, and put mm. our energy into what matters most, and delay the gratification over a period of time, mm. and put our energy into and direct that sexual energy into something that's going to serve us and serve other people. And instead of wanting that quick release or quick fix in the moment, it's uh, – and you know what it feels like when it's th- – you look back three years and you're like, holy shit, look what I've created. Dude, that feels better than than any sexual experience could ever be. Yeah, yeah 100%. right. percent So um, I think that's why it's really important for men to um, – they can do what they want to do like when it comes to you know watching porn i know there's like ethical porn out there now as well but
0: yeah it's <laughs> uh, t- to be honest with you man i just feel like it, it, it you should quit it <laughs> like <laughs> honestly as soon as it, you yeah. find out how much you're missing out on life why do you why do you need it you know like that i don't find any benefit to it and again mm. i haven't been perfect i had a season in my life where I was using it almost every day, especially because I was so committed to my mission, This still the same mission that I'm on, to become a seven-figure creative business and, and create a bunch of really cool stuff that... I was spending a lot of time with myself and I was Mm -hmm. like, no, I can't can't really go and see girls and all of that. And to me, that was the fix. I was like, you know what? I can just do it quickly myself here. Boom, get rid of it. But the issue with that is that I was programming myself. And if you're jerking off (laughs) every day or several days, Mm. you're programming yourself to be like... Be rewarded by short comments, you know, f- by instant reward. Mm-hmm. So you can't stick to long-term plans. Mm-hmm. You can't stick to becoming financially free mm-hmm. or a millionaire or growing a business or having impact, massive impact in the world because you're so used to the instant gratification. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it means to wait. You don't know how it is to fighting your impulses. Mm-hmm. That's why you're probably overweight as well because you can't control yourself from eating. Do you, you know? You don't know how to set boundaries yeah, for yourself. It's probably why you're not in a relationship either, because women exactly. can't trust
1: you because you don't have the integrity to to, exactly. to delay that gratification. Um, one thing I wanted to mention there was this is a, a prime example. The masculine is the doing, mm-hmm. right? When we look at the how mas- the masculine energy manifests in our day-to-day life, it's the doing, it's the thinking, it's the getting shit done, it's the making decisions, it's the leading, it's all of these things. When we're so heavily in our masculine all the time and we neglect our feminine, right? We neglect the, the being, the experiencing love, being love, surrendering, kind of being in the flow, um, connecting with our sexual energy. This is what happens. It becomes a build-up. Mm-hmm. becomes a buildup and we get really frustrated and we get uh it's like a damn wall that builds up over time and then eventually it just boom, it breaks and it, it comes out as frustration, anger, like uh and that's, go, that's what's going into, into your business. That's what's mm-hmm. going into the people around you, mm-hmm. right? So when we can free flow between these energies, it's like there's no energy that's stuck. Mm-hmm. It's like it, you have this like deeper level of fulfillment because you're allowing this energy to move through your body freely with no blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we look at more of the physical aspect, like you were just working all the time, mm-hmm. working, 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 working. And then you felt like there was this uh, this disconnect with, with sexual energy and then you'd turn to porn mm-hmm. because there was that big neglection with the mm-hmm. feminine within yourself, mm-hmm. with allowing it to be freely expressed, mm-hmm. allowing you to, to go out, even just being, just mm-hmm. taking a whole day off and doing fucking nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, this is what happens when we neglect the feminine within ourselves and within our, within our lives. It just mm-hmm. builds up and eventually it, 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 it then comes out as distraction Mm. right then it, it's got to go somewhere like mm. w- we we turn to vices we got to deal with it somehow mm. and this is what men well, most men do is they they feel this this emptiness and this lack with inside them because they haven't connected with the feminine within themselves they haven't connected with their own sexual energy they haven't connected with their true masculine energy and they don't recognize this and realize this so then they go and seek it outside of them because most people feel like it if uh, if we can't feel it within us, that means we have to go and find it outside of us. Mm. So going to the pub, having beers with the boys, like um, getting absolutely written off on the weekends, porn, sex, drugs, alcohol, this is all just wanting to be in the feminine, mm. wanting to be freely expressed, wanting to feel the energy, wanting to just uh, be vulnerable. And, you know, when someone gets drunk, they start expressing what's actually on their subconscious, right? And it's actually them just so neglected to their feminine. And a big thing um, with me being in, in relationship has brought to my awareness is like, the relationship's a mirror, right? But whatever I'm not feeling within the relationship is within me. And as soon as I need to turn to the relationship to feel some sort of way, I'm setting myself up for failure. So if I feel disconnected sexually in my relationship, I'm like, oh, cool, cool. I've got some sexual exploring to do with myself Mm. and I I myself must be able to express and feel and navigate and and allow that energy to move in my body, Mm. connect with that myself um, and then bring it to my partner Mm. and then have that experience with my partner. But it's like um, I've recognized and realized that as soon as we feel this like unfulfillment, this lack, this this emptiness it's like okay what's missing what are you not connecting with what's what's uh what are you not tapping into within yourself what's the block what's stopping you Mm. from feeling it you know and connecting with that first before wanting to Mm. seek it external from you so Mm. um
0: yeah i just wanted to to touch on that as well And, and i feel like there will be someone listening to us and be like cool so i can't use porn but i might have i might have a partner or something should i retain this energy all the time or should i release it like what what would you say in terms of that
1: yeah um my practice is for the most part yes for the most part it's retain build it allow it to build in your body channel it towards something that's meaningful that's that's your purpose or even channeling it towards your energy of just holding a deep grounded presence as the divine conscious masculine for your partner, for the people that are are around you, channeling it towards something else. Um, I I do know that there, there is a healthy level of expression and release with connecting with yourself, not needing to watch porn, not needing to uh, create and fantasize this whole fake reality, but truly connecting with yourself and allowing it, yourself to be able to tap into that and express that and feel that and navigate that energy within your body without needing to create this whole fantasy and just like, and and experience this this fake reality. Mm. Um, so I would say trust within yourself, within, within your guidance, within how much you want to, release, how much you want to have that, that fix mm. within, you know, relationship as well and getting a little bit more um, in depth with it. Like I will, there's the whole um, retention. If you've ever for, so for men, like uh, look into this. David data is one of the OGs of this. He's got a, um, a book called the enlightened sex manual. It's, it's so, so powerful. So incredible. He's also the author of The Way of the Superior Man. A lot of Mm. the work that I do is based on that book. Mm. And he talks, he has like a whole chapter in that book about retention, semen retention, Mm. Uh, life force energy retention, basically. Mm. And it's about you being in full control of it and being able to release as much and as little as you want of it whenever you want, right? But not being controlled by it and having the integrity and having the delayed gratification and being able to navigate and direct that energy, however you want to. Um, so yeah, that, that would be my answer on, on, on what to do with all of this energy.
0: Yeah. You work with a lot of men. What's the most common issue that you have found when it comes to masculinity in this day and age? Yeah men scared to step into their potential based
1: on their role models and representation of what the masculine has been for them growing up. The biggest thing, every time it comes up, they're like, what? Like this is, is this actually what it feels like? And this is what it's supposed to be to be a man, like crazy. By so- uh, society, like social conditioning, programming, like their representation, their role models of what the masculine energy was for them growing up. Um, you know, a lot of men have experienced this role model of the masculine and consciously or subconsciously at some stage made a decision. I will never, I love my dad or like, a, I, I love this man, but I'll never be like him. I, I, I never want to be like him. And when they make that decision, they're actually neglecting masculine. They're like I never want to be with him like him. And because that man, the, the the father is normal, normally your first role model and representation of masculine energy. So when they go, I never want to be like that. They neglect themselves from, um, tapping into masculine energy or surrounded by, um, you know, I was surrounded by men on the job site, right? The the wounded, unintegrated masculine men that would work, escape their reality through working, through drinking on the weekends, through doing all of the unintegrated things. Um, so that's the biggest thing that comes up for, for men. Um, is that and then there's another aspect to that as well is like a lot of men have become nice guys they've become numb to their emotions they've become retracted from their true selves and they've done that because they're shaping themselves orienting themselves to be a certain way to look a certain way to be perceived as this as this certain man to get that that uh, respect, approval, validation, and all of those things that they get, when you, when you bring it all the way back down to the minute, it's just love that they're seeking. So men become nice guys and they shape themselves to be a certain way because they don't want to say the wrong thing. They avoid conflict. They don't want to stand up to their partner. They don't want to stand for something because they don't want to ruffle any feathers. They don't want to cause any drama because if they cause drama, then that means that that person might uh, not like them. And if someone doesn't like you, that means they don't love you. So they've externalized their love so much and attached love to so many things external from them, love, money, success, um, like women chasing status, all of these things. When their love and is, is connected and attached to all of these things, um, then they will do everything they can in order to keep them in check, right? Because if they're not in check, then they have to fight and face the reality of what's true. And that's, they don't think they're worthy enough. And they have a core belief of
0: worthlessness. Man, absolutely. And never aim to be Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> then it, like being nice, this is what people don't understand yeah. about being nice. Being nice is a commodity. That's the minimum. You should be nice. Why shouldn't you be nice? You know, that's, that's like a minimum requirement of human connection and human <laughs> level. You know, just be nice. You don't want to be like, Oh, yeah, he's just so nice. <laughs> no, that's not what men want. Men yeah. want to be respective. Men want status. Men want, you know, to be high achievers. Men yeah. want to create things. Men want to be providers, protect. You, you know, like, don't be mm. Mr. Nice, guy. Work, too, is being some, something else. When people talk about you, like... If they're saying you're oh he's so nice <laughs> there's something that you need to do different you're there's yeah. nothing special about yeah. you there's yeah. nothing different about you there's nothing memorable about you and mr nice guy is not building great things and you know providing a legacy for the next generations and everything mm. and, <laughs>
1: you know like and the nice guy is the most untrustworthy guy you'll ever meet and this is why this is why women will go on dates and uh, yeah, it was good, but uh, like, he was nice. Mm. It just wasn't, uh, there's was just something about him. I mm. don't know, he was really, really nice, but, uh, and it's that this man can't stand for something. Yes. And yeah. because he can't fucking stand for anything, he, no one can trust him. Mm. They can't trust him, they can't rely on him, they can't depend on him because when, when the masculine man is needed most, when the warrior is needed, when this man needs to step up, save his family, protect his family, stand for what he believes in, go after what he wants. Where is he? He's not there, right? Because mm-hmm. he's just checked out. He's trying to just keep everyone happy. Mm-hmm. And people feel that within your energy, mm-hmm. right? They're like, oh fuck, like, man, I can trust this guy. Like, Cause he can actually stand for what he wants. And yep. there's a whole different energy. It's as Jordan Peterson talks about, he's like become a fucking monster, yep. become a monster and tame that monster, yep. right? Build a relationship with that monster, but become a monster.
0: Yeah. 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 Totally, man. And and I'm super passionate about this specific yeah. subject cuz in like you are, I'm very passionate about masculine excellence, you know. and I want to help other men be, become high achievers and become Actual men. I think there's too many boys out there. I think mm-hmm. there's too many pussies out there as well. Like, mm-hmm. but the the bar for being a man is so low right now. Everyone is abusing drugs. Everyone they, they don't have good habits. They overeat. They're overweight. They don't train. You, mm-hmm. They don't work on their mm-hmm. mind. Like, yeah. you know, they're they're untrustworthy as a friend, as a business partner, in a relationship. What it means to be a man is not that hard these days. Doing the bare minimum will get you to stand out mm-hmm. in the crowd. But it does take time as well to build a high achiever and to build you know, a top level man you will mm. have to do so, a lot of work with it, but it comes with so much reward, not only for yourself, but for everyone around you. Mm. That's the thing. That's why I'm always trying to level up myself and probably y- you mm. too, is to help other people better because people can trust you. People know you're, you're the kind of man that they can turn to when shit hits the fan, you know, like mm. I, that's the man that I'm, I'm, I'm becoming and I'm aiming to be. I'm aiming to be a superhero for people <laughs> around me, yes. literally. Yes. You know, the kind of person that when anyone around me, they have a problem, I'm the person they call. Mm. And that happens already for quite a lot of people around me. If they have an issue, she hits the fan, I'm the person that they're going to call. And I want to be that person. I want to be the superhero, not only for myself, but for other people. Because in the end, life is about other people. It's not only about you. It's there is. A lot of things that obviously, you know, you have your own specific human experience and you're meant to be, you know, do all the great things that you want to do and that are going to make you happy and, that, you know, that you just want to do because you want to. I want to mm-hmm. get a G-Wagon. Mm-hmm. And there's no specific reason behind it. I don't even care about cars. I just want to prove to myself that I can get anything mm-hmm. or any toy that I want. But there's mm-hmm. that doesn't improve anyone. That doesn't make anyone's life better. You know, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that my life is going to change, yeah. really probably the perception of people would change. Mm. But in the end, everything is about all the people and the world. But, yeah. you know, what can you leave behind? Because we are dust. And and
1: also how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself as well. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Well, one thing I noticed when I first met you, when I first walked in here, and I just realized now, I, I didn't consciously realize it, but subconsciously I was like, ah, oh, something about this guy. When I met you, I was like, I could, and I can see you hold integrity with your body. You train, right? You put in the work. I can see that within your body how you hold yourself, and that's a big thing—is like having that integrity within your body. And you know, I was at the gym this morning, squatting hundred kilos. Like I am, and it's—it's not—it's not not about that. But for me, I believe that the integrity that I hold within my body, within my health, within the foods I eat, within um, the self-love I have to feed myself the right food to get up in the morning, go and train to stick to a training routine, that rubs rubs off, right? Mm-hmm. So like meeting you, there's like the, there's that just, and we won't consciously know it, but subconsciously there's just a different energy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I meet you, I'm like, dude, I, I trust you. Mm-hmm. I trust you already because mm-hmm. I know that if something was to happen, I could rely on you because you you have integrity. Mm-hmm. You can go and do the thing. You can um, train your body. You can push through hard sessions because mm-hmm. I, can, I can feel the integrity in your body. And this is quite controversial. I actually put this up on my story a few weeks ago and I was like, and I put up a poll. I was like, yes or no, do you believe that your coach, your mentor, should be prioritizing uh, their body and making strength training and health their priority? And if not, does that mean that they lack integrity? And are these people saying, like, dude, like you can't, you can't say that because you know, people get self-worth other ways and depends what they're coaching you on? And I was like, well, actually. I don't think it is like, no matter what you do, I feel that, you know, the integrity you have within your body, the self-expression you have within your body, how you treat your body is a direct reflection of how you show up in every other area of your life. And yeah, I I just believe it's, it's such a, such a big thing, such an important thing for people to, to embody. I couldn't
0: agree more, man. I, I tell everyone, you know, Everything is from your mindset. Mm. Your mindset is your biggest asset. You Mm. are your biggest asset Mm. and your mind, because no one can take that away Mm. from you, as you were saying as Mm. well before, right? Your thoughts, the quality of your thoughts, the quality of a conversation, the kind of subconscious that you have, Mm. all of that is going to determine your reality. But as well, the first, the foundation to me and in my own experience, it starts with your physical Mm -hmm. body. Because your physical body will tell me everything I need to know about you. It Will tell me if you're disciplined. If you tell, it will tell me how much mm-hmm. you care about yourself. Mm-hmm. It will tell me if you're capable. Mm-hmm. Man, who feels safe? Like if something were to happen right now, a bunch of dudes. Which yeah, in Australia, it, it, this is a, a difficult conversation with people from the first world countries. But I come from a country where that shit can happen. You mm-hmm. know, people can bust through the door, and you're gonna have to defend. Yeah. the people around you and yourself to death you yeah. know if you were overweight and uncapable next to me i'll feel so unsafe i'll mm-hmm. be like fuck i have to defend you i can't <laughs> count on you you know you so everything stands it stands from physicality i believe that masculine excellence is based on you being able to be a well-rounded man on everything mm-hmm. not only from your relationships mm-hmm. but your morals your ethics. The kind of mindset that you have and consistently pursuing, Mm. you know, your curiosity, being curious and always understanding that there's more there. There's more to you, never reaching your fullest potential. I will never be the best that I can be, but I'm always in the pursuit of it. Mm. Virtuosity, that's a word that they install in you in CrossFit and CrossFit is all based on virtuosity, which is basically always aiming for perfection, knowing that you can never achieve it, Mm. you know? So being capable physically, you should be able to squat heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should be able to squat 200 kilos or whatever, but you should be able to squat. Mm. You should be able to do pull-ups. You should be able to smash a bunch of push-ups. Mm. You should be able, capable of fighting as mm. well. Most men don't even know how to defend themselves. So if something mm. were to happen right now, they'll pussy out. I was even having this <laughs> conversation with a, with a woman yesterday and, you know... She was also saying like, yeah, like I don't care about my partner not being able to protect yeah, and I don't yeah. care about that. I'm independent. I'm you will care if <laughs> violence were to show up. I will tell you yeah, that because yeah, yeah. you wouldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. And that's OK. It's yeah. a, There's nothing wrong with it. It's OK. But you will want to have a man that will fight you. I have my partner mm. and I have told her mm. if. Yes, we live in Australia, whatever, but man, it's still in countries like this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're just at the wrong time, at the Mm -hmm. bad time, in the wrong place. If something were to happen, I will put my life Mm -hmm. in the line for it. To save her. wrong, because it's my duty as a man. I have to stand up and protect people. That's who I am. And I want you to go and leave. Because imagine if it was the opposite way around. And I had to explain your dad when he's like, so what happened? Uh, Well, I just decided to go running. Because yeah. she was too scary. Yeah. Imagine that. That yeah. being that that kind of man. And and I, I was telling her, I said, not only for my partner, I mm-hmm. will do it for you. Mm-hmm. Right now here on this restaurant, something were to happen and someone is coming after you. I will put my life on the line mm-hmm. to protect you. Just because I'm a man mm-hmm. and that's it. And that's my my integrity. Mm-hmm. And I would I will have to kill myself mm-hmm. if I know that fuck, she died because I didn't mm-hmm. do anything about mm-hmm. it. I will do it for you yeah. as well. I will do it for any of my guys <laughs> as well. I might not do it for a random dude on the street, depending on the circumstances. Who knows? Because yeah. you also have to realize that there's there's also a base reality. Like, yeah. is it is it worth me that I'm meant to help millions of people mm-hmm. go and fucking die right now for this person that I don't even know who is yeah. he's about? Why is he in that situation? Whatever, you know, like, so, again, there's certain things, but for most people, yeah. if I'm there, I'm just going to do it. You yeah. know, I'm just going to do whatever it takes. And, you know, you should have your finances in order. That's yeah. uh, that's masculine excellence yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. Yep. You should be the man that is capable of taking care of people mm-hmm. around you if she, he's the fan. Yes. Again, you might not want that. You, you might think that. You don't need much or whatever. Oh, I'm fine. I don't need much money. Mm -hmm. But what about your friends? What Mm -hmm. about people around you? I have one of my best friends got into, you know, some difficult situation and whatever. Mm -hmm. I was in a position to help him, Mm -hmm. you know, and with other friends as well. So you want to aim to be the person that imagine that someone that you really care about comes to you and he's like, man, I need $20,000. I really do because otherwise, you know, whatever is going to happen, I'm going to get killed, Mm -hmm. whatever. And you... You will want to be in a position where you can help, mm. you know, or even retiring your parents or doing, you know, yeah. things for your partner and all this stuff. So it, you should be aiming to be successful in every area. And I thought this was very difficult. I thought this was um, impossible, like most people. Uh, every time you pursue one thing, you have to let go. And it's true, mm-hmm. it's, it, it gets harder, mm. but I've met already men. That have everything. Mm. That they're fit. They're mm-hmm. smart. They're wise. You know. They're protectors. They're capable. It's possible, dude. I want to
1: mention something on there. Oh, I, I love that because I, I, I had the same mentality as well. I come from I'm come from South Africa, so I have like the the you know I was brought up in that that we will protect right mm-hmm. sort of energy, and it's 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 not about. It's not necessarily about, yeah, if shit was to hit the fan, you would step up. Mm. It's your energy that you carry and how, and then people like the level of trust people have being around you. And it's just, you carry this different level of energy when you're like, I've got myself and I've got my woman right next to me. Mm. And I hot, like we went to Melbourne, uh, at the start of this year and we're walking out this, like down the street in Melbourne. It was, it was quite sketchy. Mm. There was drunk people in the middle of the day walking around. And I was like, I just had this inner knowing that if shit hit the fan, like I fucking got you. Like I've got you, babe. Like I'm, if anyone comes near you, like I will put my life on the line. And all of the, a lot of the men's um, mentors that I've had, you know, and really research and go gone very deep in, they've all said this one thing. And it's like the masculine man should develop a relationship with death and be okay with mm-hmm. it and be willing to stand for mm-hmm. something, even if it means facing death. Yes. And it's it's facing that. And that's exactly yes. that's the energy that, that we then carry if we're like, I am willing to put my life on the line to make these people feel safe yes. and to hold these people. Cause that's the the masculine. It's like yeah. we look at the waterfall, it's the structure, it's the yeah. support holding that, it like allows you to hold a deeper presence of, of masculine. And I wanted to touch on something because this has come up a few times. Um, people have replied to some of my stories and stuff on Instagram. And I've really thought about this and I'm like, actually, no, like I'm going to stand for this. Like I, I'm not going to succumb to this. And it's there's so many masculine men embodiment coaches out there. That lack all of these things, mm. the the you know the integrity with their body, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the, the the true financial stability, the the level of integrity, right? There's there's so many uh, embodied spiritual masculine men uh, facilitators and stuff out there that are just like, oh, let me just feel into it. If I feel into it, I'll come, right? <laughs> They're so flaky. They don't train. They don't go to the gym. They're not like, they're, they're so flighty. They're mm. so just like, and in that situation, it's like, dude, I would trust you over, over that any fucking day. Mm. And in a relationship, like how is a woman supposed to rely on a man like that when he doesn't have all of these mm. things in check, when he doesn't even know what's happening with his mm. finances, when he avoids those things, cause he doesn't feel like it. Mm. And I want to raise the standard of what men should actually be looking mm. up to. And this is the whole talk around Andrew Tate like mm. <laughs> some of the stuff he says yeah I don't I don't mm. agree with it but what he's standing for when it comes to masculine masculinity and stepping mm. up as a leader absolutely like this is what we're missing and this is the standard I want to hold when it comes to men's work mm. is men having that integrity in every area of their life physically financially energetically emotionally mm. being able to be so emotionally and dependent on themselves and sorry independent on in within themselves that people then feel Mm -hmm. so safe to be able to rely and depend on them Mm -hmm. when when things go wrong or whatever comes up so i wanted to bring that up kind of call out some coaches or call out people in the space that maybe maybe people are looking into Mm -hmm. doing this work if you're a man it's like be so specific and be so clear as to who you're working with mm-hmm. and look at how they hold themselves, look at how they show up, mm-hmm. look at how they speak, mm-hmm. look at their mindset uh, and and how they actually just carry themselves through life because your embodiment is comes through everything that you do. You mm-hmm. go do their programs, I can guarantee you, you're going to take on their embodiment. You're going to start to become exactly like them, right? So. Yeah, I just wanted to, to touch on that because yeah, I think it's oh, so man.
0: important. And I, I completely agree with that. And, and as a coach, I will be a coach, for yeah. example. Yeah. I'm not doing it now because I have, um, I'm full on my mission mm-hmm. of getting to building this seven-figure uh, creative business. But then once I get there, I will teach other people how to do it, specifically, you know, filmmakers, creatives and all of that. They will not see me overweight. Doesn't matter how much money I'm making. Yeah. They will not see me as a man that is not capable. They will not see me as a man that is not smart. And mm-hmm. on popular opinion, I actually love undertake I love most of the stuff. He says again, like you said, I don't. I don't agree with everything. I don't have. You don't have to agree with every single belief someone's have, and you probably shouldn't, because we all are different, right? We're exactly. not exactly the same. But I. He stands up for something. Mm. I respect that. Mm. He's he's not someone that is like, oh yeah, well I'm no. He's he says things the way he's mm. believing, and he backs them up. And he's mm. very smart. He's very articulated. Mm. He's capable. He can fight. You know, he's a good friend. If you listen to his in-depth conversations, I'm not talking about the short-form content, mm-hmm. all this stuff, all yeah, of that's yeah, for yeah, traction, yeah. views, all this <laughs> stuff, and that's cool. He's a great genius yeah. marketer yeah. and great elite team because I've mm-hmm. done research on his team and the people behind the creative mm-hmm. aspect. It's all a plan, man. Yeah, yeah. These people know what they're doing. This uh-huh. is no accident, you know. It's not. So if you fell for it, you know, like <laughs> man, you're probably very trapped on the system as well. But. Go listen to some of the as a man. Go listen to some of the yeah. de- the long form interviews. I guarantee you, you will be challenged a lot mm-hmm. from the way you think and even some things like, hmm, I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. And and that's the whole point about conversations, mm-hmm. right? Like finding what's truth in yeah. between and yeah. finding what what things resonate with you and what can you take. You don't have to take everything he says. You don't even have to take everything I say. Orion says, yeah, yeah. but. Find the things that resonate with you, mm-hmm. or that are tricking some sort of curiosity for you. Wait, what does he? They mean by this? Mm. What? What? What is masculine excellence? Mm. Do I do? Look mm. at yourself in the mirror. Mm. Look at yourself in the mirror. Can you be naked and be confident still? Mm. That's it. That's that's the baseline. Mm. You know. Would you give your life for someone mm-hmm. you love?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Would you protect someone? Mm-hmm. You know, are you aiming to become the best that you can be before dying? Or mm-hmm. are you just being carried away mm-hmm. by life? You know, you, you're just reactive to anything. You think for yourself. Yeah. It's one of the biggest pieces of advice. And yeah. I'm always hammering with people, you know, in my team and everything yeah. like, Think for yourself. I spend a yeah. lot of time just reflecting on why do I feel this way when this happened. Mm. Why did I say this? Mm. You know, did, did, do I believe this? Why do I believe this? I'm mm. always questioning myself. Everything, everything, yeah. man. Yeah. And sometimes I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm improved. Sometimes mm. I say, but guess what? Mm. Like everyone else, I'm a work in progress. But I'm always, I'm always, I'm all, also logical. You know, and as a coach, I believe, man, you should be in peak performance. If yeah. you're going to help people get better and with their mind and, you know, level up in life, you cannot do that being overweight. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You mm-hmm. can't. And you know why most people get triggered? Because mm-hmm. guess what? And, and it happens and uh, back mm-hmm. to Andrew Tate as well. It's a great mm-hmm. example. Most people that criticize Andrew Tate's mm-hmm. content, look at them, mm-hmm. look at them objectively. Mm-hmm. They're everything that is the opposite of what he stands for. Mm. They're overweight. Mm -hmm. They're usually people that are unreliable. They're usually people that can't even wake up early. They're usually people that are not working towards anything, that they don't have any financial Mm. success. They're all the opposite. Of course, they're going to be against it, man. It's no surprise. But then... It just happens to be that people like you and I yeah, are, yeah. are like, well, man, he he has a lot of good points to say. Yeah. I actually agree with a lot he has to say. Yeah, yeah. Duh, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, no surprise there. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's it's yeah, man, it, it's
1: um, <laughs> it's so important. It's, and if you're listening to this and like any trigger you have, any stage, anywhere, any time, a trigger is you know something that you just haven't yet acknowledged within yourself or heal within yourself. Um, one thing I did want to bring up though is the the movement with women right now mm-hmm. and a big reason as to why I got into the work I do with working with men. I work with men and women because I realize that I hold uh, compared to I, I guess like most, m- most women to what they've experienced, I hold a masculine presence and container that they've never really experienced before. So they're actually have this masculine figure that they can fully open up to and they get to experience that with an integrated man. And I get to create that space for them and it's really fucking cool. But what, I, what really got me into really working with men and helping men is going to personal development events, being around women, speaking to women, hearing their experience with men and hearing what they've had to experience with men and how unsafe they feel around with men. And the, the number one need for the feminine is the need for safety. And most women feel so unsafe because they can't rely on these men. These, so many men have become so unreliable, so untrustworthy, lack so much integrity, lack embodiment, lack that that edge, that warrior, like being able to stand for something and they can't trust him, so they feel unsafe. When a woman feels unsafe, she then picks up the masculine shield and has to be the one that protects, has to be the one that provides, that serves, that stands, because who else is going to provide and stand and look after the family if this fucking man can't. Mm-hmm. So it's what I've experienced, and this is what happens subconsciously uh, within the primal body, mm-hmm. right? Is this is what automa- automatically women then step into. So there's all of these masculine women walking around that have are keeping love at arm's length, mm-hmm. not allowing men in. Uh, you know, becoming you know the boss bitch, independent woman. That's like I don't need anyone, anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got this. I make my own money. All of this stuff it's normally coming from the wrong place of like, they're actually in fear and they don't feel safe. So they're the one that's holding the masculine Mm -hmm. because they've never felt safe to be held by a man. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so when I recognized that, I was like, okay, I need to work with the men. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So men, like we need to, because right now, like like, the feminine is the most powerful energy. It is the creation, it is life force, it is sexual Mm -hmm. energy. Women are the backbone, I believe, of the, all of the incredible things that happen. You said you have a partner, right? Mm-hmm. Right, I pretty much guarantee that like, like she's helped you so much with your mission as to how you just hold yourself as a man. My partner is like, dude, without her, I can 100% say I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm-hmm. The feminine energy, the, the woman, the embodied feminine is like the backbone mm-hmm. of the king, mm-hmm. right? With the king and queen, like the, mm-hmm. the king is on his mission and he serves his empire and he's mm-hmm. created this because he has his, que- his queen by his side. Mm-hmm. And, well, most men are actually make their queen their empire and mission, which is <laughs> <laughs> <right>? oh, <man. laughs> one
0: of the biggest mistakes you can do as a man. Yeah. Making it like yeah. your women the whole mission. Yeah, the,
1: and it all comes back to, yeah. they feel unsafe to be around this man. They can't trust him. Yeah. He lacks integrity and integrity is like, is integrity, yet again, is you going after your mission, asserting yourself to your mission, and not making her the mission, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's you having integrity as a man and expressing what you're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And because of all of this, yeah, women are are feeling so unsafe. And then then they pick up the masculine shield. And then what this is then doing, it's then a, a big paradox. Men get into a relationship with the masculine woman and then they become even more pushed out of their masculine energy Mm. because they have this masculine, ball-busting, controlling woman that's telling him what to do, controlling him, criticizing him, taking away his freedom, controlling all the things he does, how he does things. And it's this this paradox, but it starts with men stepping up and Mm. standing up into their truth. And then allowing women to feel fully safe to surrender into their feminine and and open up and be able to actually trust and surrender to a
0: man. So man, I'm I'm super passionate about this subject because just like you, um, I believe that the core issue of everything is men. Mm. That the quality of men that we have these days is men the the worst we'll probably have for a while. And that if we can fix that society in general and the world, it will, will get better. Um, but my question to you now is what are three things, three pieces of advice that you will give to your younger self in order to, you know, create the life of his dream? Mm.
1: First one um, is trust. Now with this it's trusting that I am guided and I'm on a journey connecting the dots going backwards. I know why I did all of the things I did. And if I took out one or two, if I took out even one of those puzzle pieces, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. So it's like, I wouldn't change a thing. And to trust my journey, trust my journey moving forward, knowing that I am guided and that I am making the decisions based on my karmic future and what is here for me, right? So having trust and having trust within my guidance and and what my heart's like asking for, right? Uh, so trust is, would be the biggest one. Um, the next, the next thing would be, yeah, like just actually going after what I truly want and getting clear on that and surrounding myself with the right people. That would be the third one, the environment, um, asserting myself in communities and environments that, where people are living the life that I truly want to live authentically. Mm-hmm. Right. And cause like you plant that seed in, in the right environment, bro. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I planted myself in the right environment six years ago. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. You know, when I, I started, I uh, spoke, we spoke before this podcast about some of my mentors that mm-hmm. I, I put myself around. Mm-hmm. That wasn't by accident. Like I planted myself yeah. there. Yeah. I went to VIP, uh, personal de- like personal development events, sat front row VIP, like invested in myself to go and meet those people because I was mm-hmm. like, I need to be around these people and I mm-hmm. planted myself there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so like, it, and over, I'm always doing that. Over in, in Bali, all I did, all I'm doing in Bali is like finding the right places to plant myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the three things would be trusting, um, going after what I actually want and then, Getting around the people, the right people that can actually support me and challenge me, mm-hmm. that are actually living mm-hmm. the life that I dream about, right? Mm-hmm. That are actually yeah out there doing doing it for real.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely agree. What's the worst piece of advice you have ever received?
1: When say worst piece, of, it's not it's not really a piece of advice, but it's more of like a it's a it's more of a saying. When someone's like, ah, oh, just it is what it is you know it's more of like a oh bro it's okay like it just is what it is and having that mentality like that's sort of you know and it has been a piece of advice right when i've gone to yeah. someone they're like oh bro it just is what it is, it is yeah. right you're not that you're not that smart you probably shouldn't go to university you know like it just is what it is yeah. right <laughs> that saying itself is um yeah that's probably been the worst piece of advice because it's like uh that's a gateway to living a life by default, not by conscious design. Yep. Um, so, man, just yet again, environment, being around the right people who don't plant shit things into yeah. your mind like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, man, I love that. No one has said that one before, so I love that. And what's the best piece of advice someone has ever given to you? It would be don't make decisions
1: based on your current circumstances. Yeah, because for so long, like for so many people they make decisions based on where they're at, how much money they're making, you know, where their body's at right now, like how they feel about themselves right now. And they make decisions from that place. I teach my clients, and like, the first thing we do in the first three weeks in our work is we get so crystal clear on what is the five to 10 year version envision it what is your superhero look like Mm -hmm. right let's Mm -hmm. get clear on that and only that person makes the decisions Mm -hmm. right we don't make decisions from this current circumstance we make decisions based from that superhero and what he would do in this situation that's the best piece of advice i've I've ever had and it's allowed me to to really make decisions based Mm -hmm. from the higher self not not the self that's that's in the shit right now that, that can't see can't see out That's
0: the perfect way to end this conversation, Ryan. It was an absolute pleasure. I look forward to a second round. There's so much more to say. We even went way (laughs) above what I was expecting um, this episode to be. But yeah, I'm super passionate about this subject as well. So Ryan, where can people find you? Where can people learn about your services and how to work with you?
1: Yeah, I mostly show up on Facebook, Instagram, Ryan Moresby White, just one word um, on Instagram. And then Ryan hyphen white on facebook and i post heaps of content i do podcasts heaps of free value and heaps of free events every now and then and i'm actually first time seeing this out actually i got these made made the other day um launching my company yes. yeah creating coaching institute inspired project so um
0: keep an eye out for that it's gonna be that's yeah, the next thing awesome yeah the links as usual are down below If you want to support the podcast and help us get to more people and being able to have this quality of guests consistently, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That's the biggest way to support us. Subscribe on YouTube. Let us know what are your thoughts on the episode. Follow us on every social media platform at The Creator Grid and I'm at Creator Nelson. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Good vibes for everyone.
1: You.